episode 76. You killed me. The penguin killed me. Batman killed me. That's three lives down. You got enough in there to finish me off? One way to find out. Jesus, the man of the side of Mike is EC. What's going on, Jesus? Good to see you again. Good, uh, good news. Good things to be talking about, I guess. No, we have a lot. You look at it, EC, a lot. Um, but you know, EC, I thought you're Svengali. You're the the uh, card reading, tarot reading, EC. What happened to the news, EC? You said you you're breaking news on the pod last week. On the pod, you broke news. What happened? Well, he signed for a Premier League team. Unfortunately, it wasn't ours. <laughs> he's he's gone. Uh, Spurs picked him up, and I guess we're going to have to see if he can turn that around. He's got some quality players. I wouldn't say he has more than what we have, but he does have some quality players. He is back in the league, and uh, I'm not going to lie. I just hope that Spurs continue to be Spurs because if they turn it around, can you, you can only imagine the vitriol we're all going to get if this guy – if he pulls off top four, it's going to be an amazing situation for Spurs because they, they they look like they're on the path to be 10th, 11th oh, at I best. Mean, they're not that far off. After this weekend, they're really not that far off from us. Uh, from Or after this weekend, before this weekend, I'm sorry. They're really not af- far after, uh, you know, af- you know, you know what I mean. I'm kind of getting tired I just mean here. form. They just form. look, right. they look horrible right, right now. They do. But, I mean, Nuno's gone. You know, I think he's a good coach. I just think it wasn't the right fit. They like to be more attacking. So, I think with Conte in, I think, you know, they will run three at the back. But he runs his his five. He doesn't run run right wing backs. He runs wingers. Um, And so, we'll see. We'll see what he can do. He's he's got a lot ahead of him. We'll talk about Conte here in a bit. We'll talk about because... That's a very interesting uh, outcome that happened and how it might impact United here in the future. But, EC, since then, we've had um, two matches, one against Tottenham, 3-0 at the weekend, and then one yet today, yesterday, today, yeah, yesterday, right? Yesterday. Yeah, my, my days are kind of running, running the same. <laughs> yesterday where we tied 2-2. Um I think I was right in my score prediction, if I want to say. Uh, I said if uh, if Ole stays on, um, United will win at Tottenham. I think I think I said three. I think maybe I said three one, but I said three. I know I just said three goals. He definitely said three goals for us. I think I said three one because we. I mean, we always concede goals. Eh, neither here nor there. Let's talk about the most recent match. You see, the one that's kind of fresh in our brains. You know, it's the one that. Uh, this eats at you and I as a United fan every day, day in and day out. 
was a match like yesterday where did we show anything unless two it was two moments of brilliance by my my opinion um the way Lionel Messi is playing at uh PSG uh and lack, I mean hate to say it lack thereof playing in a PSG um Ronaldo is the best player ever to play the ma- game uh, what he's what he's doing at United has single-handedly cemented his legacy as he is better than Messi. He's done it in how many continents, you see? I mean, how many countries? Sports, England, Spain, Spain, Portugal, Portugal, Italy. It, yeah, he's done it all over the place. He's and he's going to do it in America when he's like 45. <laughs> so, so. I mean, we have to agree that, you know, that this man, this machine, not man, is is out of this world. He's, be- he's the best in the world. And that's not because I'm a United homer. I've always said, I've always said that, you know, he, um, you know, the way him and Messi play, he has more, he's, he's a five-tool player. I don't know if anybody's uh, familiar with the term a five-tool player when it comes to baseball. He is a five-tool player. He has, a, he has everything. He has skill. You know, he has dribbling. He has shooting. He's aerial. Whereas Messi is just dribbling and, you know, and eluding and scoring. So this man is a five-tool player. <coughs> but I digress. I'm going to get off Ronaldo's strap because, I mean, it's just two moments that he scored yesterday, you see. Um, first things first. And I'm just going to piggyback off what we said last week. Obviously, you and I are both still Ole out. He is not the man for this job, period. Now, do you agree? Absolutely, 100%. So I don't want to make this podcast, or I don't want us to make this podcast, about Ole's tactics or lack thereof, okay? I know they have a, they have a some sort of a impression on the way we play. But I want to talk about players because what we saw at Tottenham and what we saw in Atlanta, two totally different games. Ola switched up the tactics. He went from uh, four to what four two one three whatever, whatever formation that was. I thought I was I always thought it was a four one two, <coughs> four one two three, uh, but he went to a back five. Uh, he played Varane. Some might say he played Varane. But it, prematurely um but he went to back five with uh luke shaw and i'm pretty much in the same lineup the mcfred uh but he changed it up uh and then he played cavani and ronaldo up top instead of playing uh ronaldo greenwood and um who else you talking about the atalana game or are you talking about the talking about the match and then now, oh. yeah. And then compare the lineup to yesterday, where he did. He, it, it appeared to be a back five, but then they changed formation, and then they changed formation again. It just, it just seemed, you know, yesterday's tactics. If you would, talk, if you'd ask, you know, if you would call that, <coughs> yesterday's tactics seemed like he didn't know what he was doing compared to the weekend. Do we agree on that? At the weekend, it seemed very sound. I think I think at the weekend we played a 
really bad team. And I felt like this week, I think Atalanta's team and coach are very well organized and a much better team than Spurs at the moment, just in form. I'm not saying overall that Atalanta's a better club than Spurs overall, but I think that that to me was the big difference. Okay. So, again, we agree 100% that Ole doesn't know what he's doing. Tactically-wise, he's trying to be a man-manager. And where he got it right against Spurs, he missed by a long shot at Atlanta. Can we agree about that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we can agree that he... I think Ole's trying to save his job. And I think wow. we're leaking out so many goals. I think five at the back, it helps him sort of strengthen up that defense a little bit more. And I think had his captain played a bit better, I think... You know, had Pogba played a bit better in the Atlanta game uh, and several other players, I think you might have got a better outcome. But I, I still feel like putting in the five at the back with, you know, a couple of days to implement that with a better team, I think we saw kind of where we still are as a club. And so I'm very curious to see with all the injuries that we'll talk about later if, if he goes back to the 4 2 3 1, because I really felt like this was going to save his job. And then I start watching this, and I'm like, mm, this is a better team picking us out, and it, it's not working. So I agree he his tactics are a little off, but he is trying to do something, uh, and, it, and it worked really well, and then it, it, it just kind of capitulated. But again, I, I think it was more of the teams that we played. Yeah, and then you would also agree that he was more animated on the sideline? Oh, yeah. I, I, I think, again, I, I think he's trying to save his job. I think he's looking at this and saying – you know, I had a meeting with the board, and, and I think those guys are looking at it going, you know, we we have to see something. You got to show us something so that we can kind of, you know, get the fans off your back, get 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 the, the pundits off your back, get the YouTubers off your back, and you've got to kind of show us that you can adapt and evolve. And I think that's why he went to the five at the back. And I think it worked really well. Give him credit. Um, we played Spurs at the perfect time. Their form is in the in the garbage. They fired their manager. And then I think, you know, you go to Atlanta and you look at their manager. He's doing really well. Sixth in the league, you know, Champions League position. He has an opportunity to advance, um, you know, and 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 man-marked uh, Bruno in the second half and, and really just made adjustments on the fly as he went. I really feel like, uh, you know, if you play a really good team um, and, you're, and you're trying to implement new things, it's going to be difficult for your team to kind of adjust on the fly and make things happen. Okay, so... Then we agree on Ole. We're in agreement, you know. Me and oh, Ole, I, yeah, I'm not. Right. I, 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 Ole needs to. I'm just. I'm just laying. I'm laying the ground rules for yeah. what's coming ahead. That's all. I just want to, you know. Yeah, he, need, he mean, needs to move. On. I'm not. I, you know, I'm not <laughs> making any excuses for him. I just saying, if you're comparing the two games, it's difficult for me uh-huh. because the two teams were, they're on different planets right now. Yeah. I feel like, and sports might change with a new coach. I feel. I feel like I'm in a courtroom. Where the two attorneys, right? You are the defense, and I'm probably the prosecution, because that's what I do, right? Um, we need to lay down uh, what we agree upon, because so, we cannot go back to that, uh, to that, you know, the same argument. I concede, you concede, and then we move on, right? So right. Uh, that's what I'm doing, because now we're going to get into the the meat and potatoes of what happened yesterday. 
We um we got ran off the park, EC. Absolutely. Um we have world class players. Those world those players at Atlanta showed more heart, more effort than our players. Our captain I don't know. I, do we have one? Period. Um midfield Again, we can go back to Ole. Pick the wrong midfield. Um, again, with Bruno, I'm still, I'm still pissed off at him. You know what I mean? I don't. He's not the same Bruno. Can I fault? Um, you know, can I fault uh, CR seven? What do you want him to do? You know what I mean? We all. I mean, back in even back in the Stralix days, we knew he's not playing defense. But is he going to give you what he gave you yesterday? Two goals. I'm not going to give the guy fucking 10 out of 10. No, I'm not. Because he was kind of invisible for a while. I thought Rashford would give us a better performance. So, yes, correct. Did Ole get a – is what's Ole's grade? I'm going to give him a three. Especially because of his his picking the lineup – but I, the reason I give him a three because of the lineup is because he was going off what he could go off of. Um, everybody's been clamoring for more of an you know, advanced role for Pogba. You know, he put him in there. Obviously, Lindelof being injured, you know, was an effect. Bai, shit. I mean, Bai did what Eric Bai does. He has brings a brilliant performance. Um, but hopefully he can stay healthy. Um, he plays Varane back-to-back games when Varane's coming off an injury, and now that's affected us going towards the, going in the future. Um, yeah, Ole got to three, in my opinion, because of his, his lineup. Was the tactics, was his, his lineup formation what he wanted? He wanted to be more defensive because he knew Atlanta would be, top, you know, would be um, more aggressive. But they were aggressive the whole game, you see. They were just pressing, pressing. I mean, shit, our guys got a ball. It wasn't two seconds before somebody from Atlanta got on the ball. Whereas opposite, somebody from Atlanta got on the ball. They had, you know, they dribbled like five times before they passed it, before our guy got to him. And, yes, you could say that's tactics. And that's 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 what your argument's going to say. My argument's going to say that's just, that's his effort. You know, uh, it. Uh, there was a shot. McTominay's miss shot pissed me off because he miss shot, hit the goalpost, and who do we have just looking at the ball, at the eighteen yard box, and not actually like making an effort, like when the shots hit, and because it hit, and it deflected, and it rolled and it rolled and it rolled, then it deflected off the fucking cross. I mean, uh, the 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 goalpost, the post. And then who do we have at the 18-yard box is looking at the damn thing? Because Marcus Rashford, as, as well as a real striker, would detect it. And that's I was pissed. And Ronaldo wasn't there either. So I'm not laying Ronaldo off the hook either. It's just things like that. It's laziness. It's lack of discipline. And that's all his fault. And you're correct. That's all his fault. That's all his fault on the training pitch. That's all his fault on uh, tactics-wise. I mean, Ole has to tell these guys, you have to try. Give some effort. That's Ole's fault, right? That's Ole's fault. Tell these professionals, these internationals, you have to give some sort of effort. 
So that's Ole's fault. So that's 100%. Yesterday was on Ole. But I want to talk about the players, EC. Am I correct? I mean, do you, uh, is there any uh, – am I, 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 am I think, missing anything? I don't think – I don't think you're saying anything that's that's way off at all. I I just you know, I I had you know you I think you sent me the lineup and I looked at it and I thought okay he's gonna go five again. <coughs> uh, I've I've said this a million times. You know I I don't I don't understand why we keep playing Pogba in a deeper role. It doesn't make any sense. It's not an excuse as to why he played bad. He played bad. Period. Mm. Uh, Harry Maguire played bad. Uh, I thought there was Shaw. I thought he didn't play his best game. Aaron got forward a little bit better. I just think ultimately what he was doing was kind of saying to himself, it seemed like we're going to set up for the counter. So we're going to we're going to get behind mm-hmm. the ball and we're going to try to get you guys on the counter is what it felt like to me. And it, it just kind of reminded me of kind of, you know, how mad I was at Van Hall. It was kind of like we were going backwards, almost like Jose or Van Hall in this defensive kind of, We'll try to get you on the counter. If we can, it's fine. If we get a draw, it's fine. If we get a goal, even better. So, I I didn't I didn't I wasn't really upset with him because I think he's just trying to save his job, and that's what I would do if I was Ole. I would yeah. be trying to you know stay in a job, but I felt like with the negative tactics compounded with the players, as you said before, the Pogba's, the Harrys, the uh, you know I'd say Rashford really. Um, you know, I, I the only person I thought that played really well because I thought De Gea had a shocker finally, he hadn't had one in a while, was Eric Bailly. I thought Eric Bailly oh, uh, right. kind of came out of nowhere and and played his butt off. So besides him, he's the only one that I'll really say shined. Ronaldo, for me, if you give him, he's in the type of form, if you give him an inch right now, an inch, he will score. I think of the three chances he got, he scored two of them. And he got three the whole game. So He's in the type of form right now where if we had a more attacking system and they actually crossed the ball into him, I can't believe we haven't done that yet. If we started doing that, I think we would score. He'd, he'd score a whole lot more goals. We would score a whole lot more goals. We're not doing that. So I just think it's 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 bad tactics. It's bad play with with the players. This this time I completely agree with you. I think last week I was more on the side of it. This is completely Ole. I. I genuinely think there were several players who played very, very bad, um, regardless of where you put them at. You know, you put Pogba deep. Yes, I don't like it. Doesn't matter. You can't dilly dally on the ball. You gotta, you gotta get it, give it, get it, give it. That's that's soccer one on one. He did not do that yesterday. In fact, the the he the 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 second giveaway, he gave away the ball three times. The second giveaway should have been a goal. Eric Bay made the play of the game. Uh, flying out of nowhere like Superman and, and blocking that shot. Um, I don't think he was mad in the match because he didn't score the two goals. But for me, he, he was the best player on the pitch. Um, I agree with you. Also in the sense, you know, I felt like every time we passed the ball, there was an Atalanta player there. Mm-hmm. And when they had it, they could just kind of kick it forward, look around, have yeah. a drink. They like did like long, the, the Pogba's long ball passes. They were doing that to us. They're like, yeah, they're no, like, uh, and all you see, all you see is somebody, somebody in, in the area where the damn ball was going. Atlanta, uh, there's an Atlanta player, or at least there was an Atlanta player tracking back to get to the ball. Whereas us, it was just, you know, for those of y'all that don't, I mean, on the pod, they can't see my reaction. It's just looking up, looking up. Oh, the ball's going over there. Okay. That's, I mean, and again, 
you know, again, you say you say it's tactics, and you know, I know we have our disagreements about that, but I think that's just basic effort. Easy. I um, I know you say these guys when they go away on in the international break, you know, and they know they that, that international coach tells them where to go, what to do. But it seems like when they when they go when they cross the thresholds at Carrington, they forget how to play football. They're, I mean, well, how old's my kid? My oldest six. They're six year olds. You have to tell them you need to be here. Oh, when the ball's here, you need to go over there. These are we we have we have we have pee wee players as our first team, period. And I'm gonna get to we're, we're gonna get to the player age right now, um, but. And there's one thing I want to ask you see is what could have Ole done different because you, like you said Shaw arguably last year what the best left back in the Premier League I would say in Europe in at Europe. least top five in Europe I don't I don't think it was close Eric Bailly's Eric Bailly's shown oh, I'm sorry Juan Bissaka Aaron Juan Bissaka has shown this year, how he's improved, and you you saw where you saw where um, the other coach out coached Ole, and where they kind Gasp- of like yeah, know, Gasparini had a great game plan. He, I mean, he he basically said that guy because he knows he he figured out Eric uh, Aaron Wambasaka's downfall. Right, he's going forward, handling the ball. He said, "Let that guy have the ball." You know what I mean? I don't know if you saw it. It seemed like Aaron Wambasaka was our only attacking player on the right. Where Gasparini was like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, I'll let the guy beat me. But I'm going to play Pogba. I'm going to play Bruno. I'm going to let that guy, the guy that, you know. So, but Aaron Wambasaka is one of our best defensive players, you see. I, I, hate, I hate the fact that, you know, that people are bashing him is the fact that he can't get forward, whereas – what he's supposed to do best, in my opinion, as an defensive player, he fucking does better than anybody in the league. You see, that's why I mean I love Aaron Wambasaka. I love this. I, I love him as a player because he does he does the dirty work. I mean, God, he saved us in the Tottenham match, right? Uh, he's you know he, he made several defensive you know defensive plays in in yesterday in Atlanta as along with Eric Eric, Eric Bailly, whereas. You know, you know me. I told, I said Eric Bailly's the, you know, the Sergio Ramos, but you know he's a red card or an injury waiting to happen, but he gives these performances, and I'm I'm proud. I'm I'm very excited that Eric Bailly, you know, has you know is probably pissed off because he hasn't been got, he hasn't got a fair shake under Ole, so he's probably pissed off. He's playing for a new contract somewhere else. Um, he just signed a new contract. But yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure he's gonna want to force himself out. You know, with the with signing, he signed the new contract before the the friend the Varane deal. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he's like, well, where am I going to get playing time? So it's just that thing, you know. Gasparini did perfectly, right? You know, he did. You know, he let the players that you know he knew that couldn't hurt us. He let them get the ball. What would what, I mean? What would you have done differently? Would you have started Delote instead of? Um, Instead of Aaron Wambasaka, would you start of Tejas? Would you brought um, Would you brought Luke Shaw in uh, to play the back three? Um, <coughs> what would you do in the midfield? McTominay, Fred? Would you start? I mean, I know you, you have a you have that issue with Pogba playing a little deeper, 
whereas that's when he plays with France. Um, you know what? I mean, what would what lineup yesterday would have worked for EC the manager? I think I think you hit it right on the head. I think if if you're going to play five at the back, you've got to have right wing backs and left wing backs. That's what Tellez and that's what uh, Delout do. Okay. So you do, you do, you double down. You say I'm going to do five at the back, so I'm going to definitely have Eric there. I'm going to have Tellez. I'm going to have Varane. I'm going to have Harry. And then I'm going to I would have dropped Harry. I know he's not going to because he's captain, but I would have had Shaw there and then put Tellez on the other side. The midfield, you definitely would not have seen Pogba. There's, there's no chance. I think people get, 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 get mixed up between France and United, and I, and I simply think, I mean, if we had Conte in our team, we would run a four-two-three-one, or we would run a four-three-three, and Conte would sit there by himself. But that's a whole other discussion. Pogba for me would be dropped because of the formation. It's the same issue that we're going to have with Sancho. We're going to have it with Rashford. We're going to have it with Tony. If you run five at the back, those guys don't fit because essentially what you're saying is I'm going to have five defenders or two wingbacks, three three center backs, two wingbacks, and then I'm going to have three solid midfield players. So I would have had no problem with McFred and Bruno. No problem at all because I just want them to hustle. I want them to work. And for everything they don't do, passing, scoring, assist, they hustle. They run. They get fouls. They make tackles. I think I thought Scott was going to get into a fist fight yesterday. I would have left those three in the midfield, and then I would have ran Cavani and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo up front. I think he ne- he needs to double down and do that. Now that you've got Varane out, I think Shaw needs to step into Harry's spot. I think Telles needs to come in and play that left wing back for Luke Shaw. And I think you do the same thing on the other side. And you go at City and say, "Listen, Aaron's not in, so I'm gonna we're gonna get up that wing." And I and I and I would attack it and attack it and attack it. Let, I know it won't. Let, let's let's save the city it, tactics for a little bit later. Okay, let's save the city city tactics when we yeah. when we come to our, our our predictions. But I mean, I, you're exactly right. I mean, I think what should have happened if we had a manager, I guess you could say, that knew what he was doing. Um, that that seems very logical. I just think people have to get over yeah. Pogba does not need to play every week or at all. He hasn't signed a new contract. Yeah. He probably won't. And I think we have to start getting into the mindset of being ruthless, which means if you don't fit my system and or I can't play you where I want to play you, then you sit your butt on the bench. Yeah. And I think it's it sucks for players like Sancho, who's, you know, he's basically, if they keep running five at the back, he's not going to play until he comes to the end of the game and we need him. Uh Donnie's the same situation because he's not going to play CDM for you. He's not the midfielder that Ole likes. And I know we'll talk about that later, but there's so many factors to where when you bring in Cristiano Ronaldo, you have to fit it around him. You have to, you, 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 you've accepted that. And so you saw what happened when Varane got hurt and we went back to the four, two, three, one. It was even worse than it was at five at the back for me, in my opinion. So, there's a lot. There's a lot of players. Greenwood's going to miss out. There's a lot of players who are going to be kind of taking a step back for this season because you're trying to fit Cristiano Ronaldo into a system so that we can maybe work out for him. And I think that's that's always it's going to be his biggest issue and might might cost him his job. All right, let's get to player ratings. 
And I'm just going to throw it out there. Eric Bailly, eight. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Best I player. Got eight. Yeah, eight. yeah. So Eric Bailly, hands down, best player. Now let's get into the below sixes. I think uh, anybody, any other player deserve below, above a six, in your opinion? Um, above Ronaldo, a six? A Ronaldo, I, probably I, a six. Above a six? Yeah. I, Ronaldo, I think Ronaldo, I mean, this, the second goal was ridiculous. <laughs> the, fir- the first goal that he scored off of Bruno's assist was crazy enough, but it, it was great play. You know, we talk about no Ronaldo, tactics yeah. and no this and that. That was great play. That was a yeah. great move. I think every midfield player touched it. And then Bruno took it and flicked it off his back. That was great. Um, so it wasn't overall amazing for him. But, you know, when you don't get service, it's difficult for you to really um, put your stamp on the game as a striker. So I would definitely give him an eight. You score two goals and you score the, the equalizer, which essentially keeps you top of the group out of no- I mean, that goal was from nothing. There was no tactics there. That was just kind of the ball flipping and yeah. cripping around. And he hits it first time. And win and 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 get With you the draw. So I would definitely give him a seven or eight, no question about it. Right. Other than that, I didn't see anyone else that deserved anything higher than a six, okay. a five. Some of the players, um, some some of them threes. All right, let's go. Uh, get, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the Ronaldo. Okay, eight. Uh, I was gonna go with a six, but you know because you know I don't want to be considered a Ronaldo homer, so I'm gonna be a little more, you know, scrutinize him a little more. Um. But like you said, you know when he's in his position. I mean, I was listening. I was I was I was listening to that first goal on the radio. I don't know if you ever get get a chance to hear the build up play on the radio, and it. But you're exactly right. It was like, you know, to Greenwood, to Bruno, to Fernandez, to it, to it. You know, it was like this. You know, this it was really well worked for all the shit I talked. It was a really well worked yeah. goal yeah. by the team. All right, let's get into the sixes. Uh, I would say De Gea. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, De Gea. I'll give him a six, even though that he, I, my opinion, he, I think he could have um, saved the first goal. Do you agree? Yeah, he, he could have saved it. Look, I'm not a goalkeeper. The pitch was slick, apparent, it, uh, according it, to the, the 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 commentators. Did it look like it was I, like artificial pitch? It looked because it looked very shiny. It was just greasy. It was rainy beforehand, and then they water it down again, which is stupid. Um, and so it was just extremely slick. I So I don't know. I've never played goalkeeper. Pundits have played. The, the ones that were talking said he should have saved it. He's in great form, so you would have thought he would have saved it. Uh, he didn't. Um, so it, it, was, it was not his best game, in my opinion. This, this year is probably the worst game that he's had. I thought his service was horrible. He tried to play it out from the back. Uh, decision making. I just I didn't like his game at all yesterday. So five for you, six. I would probably go with a five, a solid five. I mean, I, not nothing too crazy, nothing too. Well, on average, a five and a half between me. Right. And no, no shocking. All right. Nothing shocking. So we got uh, Rashford. No, we'll go with Rashford a little bit later. Uh, let's go with uh, McTominay. I, I Scott just gives it away a lot. Um, I don't, I had the stats pulled up. I, I can pull them back up again, but I just, you know, just looking at him and seeing him play, Four. he gives it away a lot. I thought that the card was warranted. I thought he was, you know, just kind of getting the guy back. He's a tough guy. Scotty likes to rough it up a little bit. Um, I, I, I just think again, he's got to find a pass. He can do it. I've seen him do it. He's just not consistent with it. So I would probably go four and a half, five 
again, n- nothing too. I, I wasn't it wasn't shocking, but I, I expect that from Scott, which sucks because he's a United player and he starts for us on a consistent basis. So I would I would probably say about a five. Okay, uh, I'll go about a five too. I was leaning that way, but I you know I, I thought you were going to say a four, but yeah, five. Uh, let's go with the the Luke Shaw and let's go with Aaron Juan Basaka because for my opinion, I'm going to give Aaron a five. Because he did what he's supposed. I mean, you know, he did. Luke Shaw, I give a, a, a lesser score because we don't. Luke Shaw still has not done anything. Um, his deliveries are not good. We know Aaron's not going to do that, but Aaron's defensively sound. Hell, I want to give for his defense. I want to give her higher him a higher score. But the fact that they picked on him, I'm going to give Aaron a five and Luke four. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any problems with that. Aaron had nine duels won. He only lost two duels of the nine that he took. Um, he dribbled the ball a lot better, I thought, getting yeah. people into good positions. Um, you know, four tackles, one interception, nine recoveries. So it's that's not a bad game when you look at it, the statistics and actually break down what he did. So I was happy he was trying to move forward. If you look at his heat map from the Tottenham game to his heat map at the Atlanta game, um, it's it's night and day. So someone's telling him to progressively get forward. That's typically what you want with five at the back, three center backs. You want that guy to be bombing down the wing. So I thought he tried. I thought he did as good as he as, as he could probably do. So I don't have any problem giving him a five. Luke Shaw again, just it's 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 difficult, right? It's one of those situations where you're going. How come he's not the Luke of last year? And I think that's kind of the thing that everyone's kind of stuck on is he's on fire. You know, he's one of the best in the world, has a great Euro, scores a goal in the Euros. And Mm -hmm. then he comes to the season and it's just kind of like uh, now he is battling an injury. He came back from that injury a little too quick. Um, So he's, you know, playing his way back into form. So let's give him some time to get back. But, yeah, for that game, um, I don't think I'd go any higher than a 4.54. Overall, I'd, 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 looking at his stats, his stats were amazing. I know you're not a big stat guy, but his stats were really good. His pass accuracy was great. It was 83%. Um, you know, and that's it's a shit ton of passes, uh, well over 90 passes. And so to be at 87% and eight, take 88 touches, that's not bad at all. But eyeball it, one, Eyeball it. What he, what yeah, he, no, what I, he that's what I'm you? saying. That's why yeah. I go 4-5. or five. I, I, I think yeah. he's 4 or 5. Again, you know, he did good things. And I think that's where a lot of people, if, if you're if you're looking at it, you're watching the game. I don't honestly think I think they had 63 percent possession in the first half, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a lot of them dominating the ball. We we, we don't really have you got to have the ball to get to give yourself opportunities to do things. That's what I'm trying to say. So I'm I'm not rating these players high because of what I saw. The players did not play very well and we didn't create very many things. But when you when you break the down the game down and you say, okay, what did that guy actually do when he had a chance to get the ball? Luke did do some good things, just like Shaw did do some good things. But no, I'm I I am not. There's not a plan person on the planet that watched that game and went, wow, all our players just played so great. Yeah. They didn't. There was there was one in, that I thought just really really went out there and said, I need to be in the center back pairing with Veron when he gets healthy. I'm better than Lindelof. I'm better than Harry Maguire, and I, and I thought that was Eric Bailly. Okay. But, yeah, his, his stats were uh, – Luke Shaw had really good stats. Four for Marcus Rashford? For, give, given, yeah. the, given the fact yeah. that he's coming off still – he's, what, his second oh, 
third game. You know, he's hasn't really played much. But yeah, he, has, he didn't hasn't really played a whole lot. You know, you want him to do a little bit better. You know, you want him to go at players. That's I think that's where he's at his best. Um, but I, you know, I struggle to find that that scenario in the first half where he's getting that service to where he can turn and run at a player and, and make something happen. I really felt like he was in a situation where it was like he's playing more defense than anything else, running, chasing the ball around because Atalanta were just controlling the ball. Once we did get into our half and, and, and try to do something, you know, we made something happen. But again, you know, it's it's not good enough. It's not good enough. You, you, you can't have him playing in that role where I don't, I don't know if that's where he should be playing. That's where he's at. So you're on the pitch. You get, you go out there and you got to do what you got to do. You can't worry about, well, I'm playing striker and I usually play on the left. Like you got to just play your game. You know, you got, you got to, you got to try to play your game. So I can't give anybody any excuses. I mean, his stats were just horrendous. I mean, if you look at him, his pass accuracy was low. He only had 26 touches. That's the whole game. 26 touches. So again, when you're not involved and you look like you don't want to be there and you're not really doing anything on defense, and that's what I saw, it's not good enough. I would go for four and a half. It sounds like a lot what you used to say about Tony, right? But you used to give Tony a lot better scores. Uh, I digress. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was just, that was just the flyby, you know, flyby little poor, comment right there. Poor but Tony. Okay. Poor Tony. <laughs> Where is Tony? Is he even on the bench? Uh, I didn't even see. Was he, he wasn't on the bench? On the bench yes or no, he wasn't. Oh, Lord Jesus. Poor All right. The, the I guess basically the elephant in the room, the two elephants in the room or elephants, or how would you say two, ele- two elephants, right? Yes. In the room. Let's talk about Paul Pogba because there's been a lot said about his performance yesterday. And I know I sent you uh, the BT the BT conversation that Paul Scholes and Rio Ferdinand had about him yesterday, um, and we have two different opinions on what the comments they had on him. Uh, but Paul Pogba, I I mean, I just again I there's nothing that I could say now that does has not been said that. Um, that I've said before, you know, and if people hopefully that, you know, listen to this podcast, I pretty much what Rio Ferdinand and Paul Scholes said about Paul Pogba, especially on the first clip on the YouTube is basically what I've been saying about Paul Pogba is he's a great player. Yes, he's talented. Um, and it shows in, you know, in flashes, but Paul Pogba's inconsistent. And yesterday, Pretty much, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, uh, how do you say, vindicates my, my theory because you had Rio Ferdinand, Paul Scholes, and Peter Crouch, which is a Liverpool player, all pretty much say the same thing about Paul. Um, but we'll talk about that, you know, that, that interview here in a second, EC. I give Paul Pogba a two, maybe, uh, because he got bullied. He got bullied by small people he got he got ran off the park this is where i'm saying the premier league is not a league for paul pogba because it's too fast for him he needs he needs time he needs if i play quarterback at you know for any nfl team i would say i need 15 seconds to throw the ball that's the way paul is 
he needs time to look up to see where, the, oh, the, the guy's playing. Okay, I'm going to pass the ball. And he makes a worldly pass. I can do that shit. You know what I mean? I can't throw the ball 50 yards. But I, if I had fucking enough time, I could do it. Whereas Paul, I mean, yesterday showed that he can't play under pressure when somebody's on him. And he's trying to do these little things that that work for probably friends. And I know, I know again, I know, I know you're going to come at me and saying that I have an agenda against Paul. I just call a spade a spade, period. Um, and what Paul Scholes and Rio Ferdinand said about Paul on that interview that <laughs> I kind of thought it was hilarious, actually, is Paul Scholes said that Paul would be 35 years old and need somebody tell him what to do. That's the most hilarious thing. And I give it, I mean, and people say, well, Paul has, you know, Paul Scholes has an agenda. Actually, Paul's actually been in the same locker room when Paul, Paul Pogba was a player. And he's saying this, that Paul's like, what, 28, 29? That he needs... He needs somebody to tell him what to do. Somebody to get on his ass. Somebody to that he looks up to in the locker room to say, "Hey, you need to do this. You need to do that." And Rio Ferdinand, which is which is a Paul Pogba apologist, and you can't tell me that. You see, you don't can't tell me that Rio Ferdinand does not have an does have agenda on Paul Paul Pogba, but he agreed. And then Paul Paul and then uh um what's his name Peter Crouch which was commenting on another match, came in, they evaluated, they evaluated, he was evaluating the match, and he even said that Paul um, does has not lived up to his expectation. That I mean, and I could play the clip right now. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll play the clip right now for the Peter Crouch one because I'm pretty sure you've heard the, the other ones. You know, he's not in favour, is he? Mm-hmm. And also, I think there's been a lot of... I think Matone was, was brilliant, you mm-hmm. know, the last few games. Um, but there's always been that thing that Fred and Matone aren't good enough, right? You've got a World Cup winner who plays central midfield who still can't get in the team. Why is that? I mean, he's got to be asking questions of himself. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's... You can't keep relying on things. Or, or, or like Paul said, people need to get, tell him all the time. Like when, it, when is he going to take responsibility for his, for his own performance? And, you know, he's, he's not been as consistent as he has been for France. And, and why is that? He's got to ask himself the question. I mean, you see, that's, that's a Liverpool guy. I mean, it's not somebody who has an agenda. That's somebody that, I mean, that's an ex-player that actually has played on the pitch. Unlike these YouTubers or, you know, the people, you know, we, 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 you know, we that have opinions and agendas that, oh, you know, everybody has an agenda about Paul. I've been saying this since, I don't know how long, about Paul. The dude has a world of talent. He's like the Andrew Wiggins. I mean, you know what? You see, he's the Andrew, you know Andrew Wiggins is? Number one player in the NBA draft. Fucking great talent. But can't put it together. That's Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba's like an NBA draft bust. He's a Michael Ola Candy of the fucking M- the Premier League. And what what um what Paul, Paul what Paul Scholes says is we thought this guy was a player at Juventus, but he had Kellini, he had Pierlo, he had all these you know, all these players to tell him you know to give him advice to say okay this is what you need to do. We thought we we're you know the, basically he said we thought United were buying this player, you know this world class player when. Technically, I mean, he needs somebody to coddle him. And that's that's what I got out of it. And this has come down to Ole, right? This is man management. Ole, 
has won more at a club level than Paul Pogba has ever have. Period. You agree? Has has club you're level saying, has won you're more. Saying has Ole has Ole lifted more trophies? Yes. Than Paul Pogba has. At That's club your level. At club level, I said. At at a club level, has he lifted more trophies? Yes, he has. Has Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Yes, he has. Yes. Okay. So Ole has a certain expectation between players. Maybe that's his downfall. Whereas, uh, whereas Sir Alex, no, as Sir Alex is a man management man manager, would have coddled Paul Pogba. He would have said, you know, you know, just like he did to Nani, just like Sir Alex did to certain players that didn't have the mental capacity. This is where Ole's man management. Just like you're right, he doesn't. He is not the United manager. Because he doesn't have that ilk, but just like these guys said, the guy's 28 years old. The nut, I mean, I mean, he's what? His nuts haven't dropped after what? After what? At 29, he can't he can't be a man by himself and do something. These are these these are ex United players. These are ex players that I've actually played that I've been calling Paul Pogba out. That are actually realizing what Paul Pogba is a fraud. Which I've been saying for so long. It's fucking hilarious. And I know you said, uh, you in our text message chat, you said that um, that Paul Scholes uh, said that the, about the France team. Well, the, what he said is, what he said is, they play, he plays different with the France team. That he, I mean, he said, there's nobody there in the France team to tell us anything. I think that's what you said. No, he said, there's people in the France team that he can rely on. Again, 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 this is when we talk about who's world-class, who's really world-class, and Paul Pogba's not. And he showed it against yesterday. And just like you said, Paul Pogba, you shouldn't have even sniffed the pitch yesterday. And with his contract situation, come December, come December if he has not signed a contract, because I think in January he's allowed to sign with another team, I'll put him in the reserves, and I will never. you'll never see Paul Pogba again United uniform. If that's how ruthless Ola needs to be, you don't need him, him to be on the pitch because he does not offer you anything that you can that, that somebody else can't do. Again, like I said, Paul Pogba is a jag. He's a jag with fucking world class talent, but a jag. Okay, that that makes no sense. But I'll, I'll let you roll with that. I don't. I don't know if you know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I know you don't like stats, but I, do you know who's leading the the league in assists right now? Oh, from the first two games, Paul Pogba. No, do you know no, who's from, leading the do you know who's leading the Premier League in assists right now? Well, Paul Pogba has seven. Okay, so hold on before you before you start talking. Before, the first before you, I let you I let you but he has I let you go off. October, I let you go off for a good five minutes. Since August, right? Since August, right? That's I'll let you go, two games let you go in August. for a good five minutes. That's two games in August. Okay. All right. I let you go off for a good five minutes and you just proved my point again. How many times did Paul Scholes get four assists in a game? But how consistent was Paul Scholes? I just asked you a question. How many times did no, Paul Scholes never, four no, assists? Probably in a game? never. Never happened. Mm-hmm. How many how many times did Paul Scholes play in a team where any of the players from the goalkeeper to the striker were trash? How many times? Mm, well, did he Zero. probably Zero. Say, I'll answer for no, you. No, Zero. No, 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 Zero. no, 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 name the trash player. Well, when they first broke out in the ninety, name the trash, name the trash player that he came into when he was nineteen ninety nine. When he came in his debut in the Champions League, 
Name the trash player. Actually, he didn't play in the Champions League final. No, his debut was in the Champions League. Ole, uh, uh, not Ole's, Paul's was. No, his was debut it? in Champions League. In Name the trash players. No, he, yes. His debut was in 93, boss. Name the trash players that he played around. He was uh, class of 92, so I don't know how his debut was in 83. Name the trash players he played around. Sharpie was one. Some would say, uh, I mean, he played with Iran. He played with Forlorn. He played with... Um, I mean, shit. I mean, all the busts in the United have had. Um, I mean, how many more do you? I mean, one more. You want more? What? What? What I'm what I'm proving right now because you're trying to pick out of the air trash players that he played around. He never played around trash players. You know that. You're you're trying to prove your argument, which makes no sense because you and I both know his career. He played around world class talent. So his Ronaldo, Bru- so Ronaldo, Bruno, Varane. So. Uh, uh, Harry Maguire is an international, I mean, a starter for England. He played and in the you're final. Proving my, you're proving no, no, my no, point. No, 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 no. You're I'm proving saying, my saying, point. So we have you're trash proving players. my point. We have trash players? You're proving my point. We have keep trash going players. with, keep naming those players. Keep naming Luke them. Luke Shaw. Ones that, keep going. Keep going. Aaron, Come on. Aaron Wambasaka is a player for the keep national going. team. Keep going. Cavani plays for his national team. And, and, ha- and how many, and LK, and how many assists does Paul Pogba have this season? Seven. Okay, like like I just said, yeah. when you put great players around other great players, in two games. That's when you put great players around other great players, uh-huh. and you play them in the positions they're supposed to play in. They do great things. When you don't play them in the positions that they're supposed to play, and you keep shoehorning them in because of who they are, and everyone doesn't understand it. Everyone keeps going. I don't understand why he's giving the ball away so deep. But me and you, who haven't played a lick of professional soccer in our lives, always say, don't play him deep. Don't play him deep. Don't play him deep. United play him deep. He gives the ball away three times yesterday. Everyone's having a heart attack because he gave away the ball three times. More than that, actually. 60, nope. It, nope. Three Dude's times. lost? What's Dude's lost? Three, three times. Dude's lost. He gave, he gave the ball. You want to know how many duels he lost? I got it right here because I know we like to make up stuff. Zero aerial duels. Zero. Nobody played in the air before. There weren't any played in the air. That's what I'm saying. We can't just make stuff up. We can't. We don't just get to say, let's just make it up because we want to make it that he had this horrendous day at the office. He gave it away three times, guys. All right. All right. Three <laughs> on 60 touches. Did he look he like trash yesterday? Three times. Did he look and I'm going like to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something else. The reason why it makes no sense for for Paul or for Ferrio to say that they knew what was going on in the Juventus locker room is a bunch of bullcrap. That's why I call it bullcrap. What people on the internet do and people at Sky Sports and BT, what they're supposed to do is make sure that they talk about the players who caused the most controversy. There was no reason, none, to bring Paul Pogba up, but they had a whole segment. Name me the, tell me about how trash, long the segment see? was. He was Tell trash. Me about how long the segment was on Harry Maguire? How long was that segment? How many times has it been Three clipped minutes. up, the segment where they talked about Three Harry minutes. Maguire? Three minutes. My point is this. He doesn't have any idea what happened at Juventus. He was at Manchester United. So he doesn't know what was said to him or what was done to him at Juventus. You don't know either. So the fact that you don't agree with that makes no sense. I don't know. You don't know what went on at Juventus. I know what the stats say. I know what the Scudetto say. I know what the player of the year say. Those things all happened to him. 
So you can call players Jags if you want to, but you got to back it up. Jags don't continuously lift trophies. Jags continuously? Don't come to you see? Say again? Continuously? Yes. There was four Scudettos lifted. I don't know if you if you, if you knew that, Paul. but he lifted four of them. No. Yes, he did. Go go back. It's the, all you got to do is go on your phone, tap it in. Go go look at how many serials they lifted. Four of them. Go look at how many League Cups they won. Three of them. Go look at what happened when he came to United into, and you can agree with this, I know you probably won't, into a horrible team, and we still lifted trophies. Wow. Everybody wants to run their mouths and talk about how United is Paul Pogba. He is not. He is not exactly. bigger than this club. This is why I think people need to just get over the fact that you thought, and you're the biggest one that always says this, that he was supposed to come to United in a dead team and revitalize the whole structure of the club by himself, screw the board, yep. screw the owners, screw the coach. He was supposed to come here and just revolutionize soccer and win all kinds of league trophies and win Premier League titles. That was never going to happen. Yes. But who's the scapegoat? Paul Pogba is. Nah. Because of the price tag. No, no, no. no, no. You see, over the you price see, tag. You see, okay. How many clipped up see, episodes you see, have you seen of Jack Grealish see, who has one goal and signed for $100 million? I've seen zero. I don't see Paul Scholes digging him out. I don't see Graham Sooners digging him out. I don't see any of that. Why? Because they were not, talking about, but they were talking about the United player. game yesterday. He doesn't have. They were English talking about the United, color, they're, and they don't they're, see that. They were talking that's, about the United game yesterday. That is exactly so what's going on no, with no, Paul Pogba. Don't, don't do that. that. Don't do that. I think Greenish it's sad. Get, Greenish, I think it's completely Greenish, sad. Greenish gets hit. Foden gets it. Yes. No, no, no. I don't no, see the same vitriol when they make mistakes. I don't see the same vitriol. I see people go into outrage when he has a bad game. It's a bad game, guys. Get over it. Everyone has a bad game. So Paul Scholes is going to sit there and say he never had a bad game? Yes, he's had a bad game. But there was no but YouTube. Was, but it was there was Paul, no but internet. No, no. And so Paul, nobody was, got to dig him out Scholes on social media after the game, game was over. Was, was Paul Scholes, did he have a run of bad games? Yes, he's had a run of bad games. Every it's soccer player has a run of bad games. Come on. Every soccer player oh has a run God. of bad games. Paul Scholes had has had a run of bad games in his career. It's called form. You go in it and you go out of it. You know how you mask that? By lifting trophies. It's very simple. And when you play in a great team, that's what you do. That's been my point from the jump. When he was on a great team in Italy, he lifted trophies. When he was at a scrub team with United, he still lifted trophies. You know what I love to do, what we never could, we're never going to be able to because we can't go back in time? Put Paul Scholes on a crappy team and see what happens. Put Ryan Giggs on a crappy team and see what happens. None of those guys are ever willing to admit. You know, the only person that's ever willing to admit that is Owen Hargreaves. He's the only person that when the argument comes up, Owen Hargreaves is the only one who says, look at the people around him. And look at the players that you played with. He said it to Paul's face. Look at the players that you played with. And you tell me how much easier it was when you knew week in and week out when the players of the opposing team were in the tunnel, not even on the pitch, in the tunnel, knew they had no chance. They knew before they stepped out, it was over with. That's mentally defeating. When you come out on the pitch and you know now when you play United, you know you're going to slap us nobody, in the face. Yeah, nobody's it's scared of Paul. Totally 
it's totally different. And the fact that people don't want to recognize that and they just want to let people run their mouths as if things were completely the same. It's the same United because the colors are the same and the stadium hasn't changed. They're clueless. And so I don't listen to that crap because I'm living in the here and now. I'm not living in no, 1992. No, you're just a Paul Pogba No, no, here and now? Here and now? You, you, guys yeah, you see his performances, you see. Fine. See his performances, easy. You see, you bring him as you bring him as assists, right? When were they? When were they? When were they? You see, at the beginning of August, in the history of the club, fucking November, he hasn't done shit since then. That's no player in the history of the club has ever had four assists in a game. Name the great players that have played at United. You won't be able to stop naming them, Jesus, because there's so many. They have never, ever done that. And you keep saying, "Well, he's just a jag." He just gets lucky. Where's he been? He's what happened yesterday? You see, where's his assist yesterday? Where was his He's assist? You know, where, where's his, where, where are his assists in September? Where is his assist in October? Where this are there is his assists? This is, where's this is his shots the on argument. goal? Where's his this goal? This is again the argument that makes no sense. No, it does you make want sense. Him it to, makes perfect sense. It means you want him to, to have assists playing in a, in a back That's three where they have five at the back. You still want him to create assists. And then he has fucking, he's disappeared. So, so September again, and October, you want where's him to he at? Play in, a double in November, pivot, in November where's six. he at? It doesn't make any sense. When he played on the left I'm up sorry. front, well, what did winger. he do? He's not a winger. And you know what? Did he, did he uh, do stuff for us as a winger? Thought, yes thought, or no? I thought we bought a fucking center and midfielder, but apparently not. If you play on the left and you create chances and you get assists, why would you not only play on the left? Why? Papa, apologies. Sorry. Uh, let's get to the real one. I, just, the I, don't, I just don't think you understand it. I think you're listening to these guys and you're no, not no, looking no, at No, no, no. Okay, I'd rather listen to these guys that actually played in Old Trafford than the guy sitting so across from me. me. So tell me why. <laughs> so, so just answer me this. Tell me why if you play good in a position and you kill it, why would I move you out of that position? How does that make any sense? Because he's a defensive liability when it comes to Ronaldo. Because you're not going to have two fucking Jags, play, I mean, not playing fucking defense. So I hired you to play fucking central defense. That's what we bought you for, to play in the midfield. And you can't fucking track back. Sit on the bench, just like you said. So you're not you going to answer I, my I, question. You know, because Ronaldo you're actually not going to answer goals. my question. Because Ronaldo actually scores goals. I, so I, okay, I'm going to ask you goals. again. I'm going to try he again. Goals. He scores goals. Ronaldo scores goals. Who do you I'm want? You Pogba or Ronaldo? Fuck Pogba. Get him out of here. I'm going to ask you again, because again, you're you're calling the league leader in the best league in the world. You're calling him a jag. He's leading the league in assists, and you're going, well, it was only two games. That's even more to my point, because it's never happened in the league, history of the club. Will he be a league leader at the end of the season? You crap no, on be that because you, I'm not going to answer your okay, questions if you're not going to answer mine. If you're not going to answer my questions, I'm not going to answer yours. If you're going to play in a position and dominate, why would you as a coach move me backwards and put me in a position that you know I'm not defensive any good liability. at? What was your answer? He's a defensive liability. When we bring you no know, when we bought Ronaldo, why What's are we going to have answer to the question? I'm fucking telling you, BC. When we buy Ronaldo and he's not going to play defense, why do we have another fucking guy who's not going to play defense up top? So did we lose those games when he got all those assists? Yes or no? So it was well, he a defensive better, liability, better, yes or bring no? Bring in Ronaldo or – yeah, because somebody else was coming up for him. 
That's what needs Ronaldo, to happen. Ronaldo wasn't when in the no pitch. one's playing defense so, so, for so Ronaldo, saying, it's okay. So but when no one's playing sit, defense for Pogba, so, it's not okay. So you're saying, you don't see the discrepancy in that. So you're saying sit Ronaldo and play Pogba. When I when I'm saying what I'm saying to you is very clear. If you're saying to me that you're fine with no with Ronaldo not playing defense, but you're not okay with Paul Pogba not playing defense, you're not He's making a it fair across the board. He's not a forward. You're you're not making it fair across the board, Jesus. What Dude. you're basically saying is it's fine if one guy doesn't do it, but if the other guy doesn't do it, that's not going to work. I don't care if you're going to get me assists because you're not going to play defense. So it's okay if Ronaldo scores goals, but because he doesn't play assists, because he doesn't get he doesn't play any defense. Do you? What was your question? What? What was your question? I'm saying midfielders that don't play defense don't fucking get playing time. He's a midfielder. What I'm, when I'm, again, what I'm saying to you is because, again, he does play defense. He doesn't play to a Conte level. He doesn't play to an Ndidi level, but he does play defense. And, and I can back that up. What I'm saying to you is if you want someone to play a six and they don't play a six and you expect them to do great things, I don't understand how your soccer brain is not computing that. Like, I don't understand why people keep going, just play him back there, it's fine. I don't get how people keep saying that. That's it. Anyways, let's go to the real fucking elephant in the room is Harry uh, Harry Maguire. Um, And we're going to spend just as much time on Harry Maguire as Paul Pogba, so don't everybody, don't get y'all's feelings hurt, because I have a fucking issue with Harry Maguire. The dude is trash, Uh, period. The dude is trash. I don't give a fuck if he's hurt. Um, we got sold in a fucking bill of goods by Lester, and I'm just pissed off. You see, this dude is doesn't know how to play position wise, gets beat, and he wears a fucking captain's arm, man, and it pisses me off even more. We can't. Ole doesn't have the balls to strip his strip him of that captain's arm armband because he does not lead shit. He can't even lead his back line. You want him to lead a team. Just because he's done this for England. And I'm tired of hearing because people, like you said, Paul Scholes and Rio Ferdinand on BT yesterday tried to give him the fucking out of that. You know, he probably still hurt from the Euros. Blah, 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 blah. Because he's English. He's English. No, 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 no. Hey, I'm calling them out too. Hey, don't don't think, hey, I'm an equal, I'm an equal, equal opportunity offender, you see. I don't give a shit. But the guys you agree with or not, that's my point. You make consistent quotes. You make consistent takes. You are very consistent in what you say. You right. don't waffle. You don't right. You don't go back and forth. I'm just saying you don't do that. Harry Maguire cost us the game yesterday, period. He could have cost us the game the weekend at, um, at, um, at Tottenham. He could have, right? If Cotton, if, uh, what's his name, the... The goal wasn't disallowed. Am I am I correct? EC? If the goal wasn't disallowed, oh, that could have that could have been the momentum to turn the match into Tottenham's favor. And he's a defensive he's a liability at this point. I and I and you know, I'm and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I do think it's form. I I do think that Harry had a horrible game. I do think that he is, you know, just playing where they need to look at, you know, I, I think it was um West Ham who took the the captain's armband off. No, it was Ashton Villa who took the the armband off of uh, Tyrone Mings. I think they need to look at kind of what they want to do going forward. I think Ole's in a bad position because he's given them, um, you know, they they brought him in for eighty million. 
He's given him the captain's armband. And, you know, how do you stay out of the newspaper? How do you stay out of the way? Um, you don't take the captain's armband off of him. So it's it's going to be difficult for him to uh, kind of uh, rectify the situation because you, you can't you can't sit him. I would love for them to. Um, but the thing about Harry, you know, it's kind of in that in, in that Ole role kind of where, you know, Ole, you know, he kind of just makes things happen when there's nothing really going on and you think he's dead. All of a sudden here he comes and he, you know, he, he makes something happen. So <clears throat> I hope Harry t- turns it around. I really do. Cause it's at this point, it's, it's very bad. Um, I don't think there's any, any way else to describe it. Um, and especially being, you know, what he, what he is. I think if you look at the center backs that we've had in the past, I don't think there's too many who have really played this bad. I I know Phil Jones just played with the the under 23s the other day, but I mean, he's got to be getting some kind of a look. Uh you know, Eric's got to be getting some kind of a look. Um you know, Ming Mingi, it, there's got to be some somebody or someone who can play a little bit better than he's playing right now. So <clears throat> I just I just ultimately think that uh you know they've got to make a decision. I don't think they will, but uh, if it was me, Luke Shaw would take his spot. Uh, Eric would sit beside him, and and Mingi would come in and 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 be that third center back t- uh, this weekend. It's a Manchester derby, so it's not going to happen. There's just way too much press. There's way too much. You know, Ole backs this guy. Um, you know, there's no way that this guy's not going to you know not be there um, for this game. Well, let's let's compound the uh, since we're talking about Harry Maguire, EC, the captain's armband. That's that's one of the next, that's one of the topics down the line. But let's compound it. Period, because I I just want to get done with this guy. Um, everybody's saying if you take the captain's armband, it's gonna shoot his shoot his confidence. I don't give a fuck. His confidence already shot. Easy. I mean, it's just I just I'm done with this guy. I mean, he's. His fucking dumbass face when he does makes stupid mistakes, and a true captain would actually defend their players. Am I right? Am I not right? Would would you go up at least talk to the ref and say, "Hey man, that's a fucked up call" or 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 whatnot? Or if you if you if you're a if your player gets in a little scrum, you'd be the first one there, would you not? Try to defend your player. It's what every play. It's what every captain's always done. Especially for Where United, we've, we've always he? had that. Where is he? It's not in his DNA. He, he's not. He's not that type of guy. He 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 doesn't bark and scream and yell. He's not. He's not going to get in your face, the op- opposing player. He's not going to get in the ref. It's just not in his DNA. I think Ole just kind of went with that. You know, if he's captaining the English side, it's going to look great for the captain of England to be the captain of United. That's that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. This is your eighty million dollar English captain who, you know, had his incident in Greece, got the captain's armband stripped from him from from an England standpoint, and Ole had already named him captain, so he had to kind of stick with it. He played really well last year. I think Moran, I and this is just my personal opinion. I obviously don't know what the hell is going on down there, but I think the presence of Iran has kind of it's it's hurting him a little bit, and I think he's relying on Varane. And I think it, that's kind of why Varane got hurt. 
He kept trying to cover for him. He kept trying to run, kept trying to run. He's not ready to get back, and he hurts himself. So I I, I, I feel horrible for the guy because you really want all these guys to do well. Um, you want him to play at 100%. You know, he's an English English player. You know, he starts for the team in most games for Southgate. So, you know, I just hope the guy turns it around soon because he's going to play. I don't have faith in him. You see, uh, I'm already hammering out. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 You're over it. Huh? I, you see, I am, and I'm not even. I mean, I'm not even a pog about. You know what I mean? I just say public and don't let the door hit you with the good Lord split you. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I, I call Pogba for a spade a spade, but this fucking guy, man, this guy does. He needs to go back to fucking second league tier two, or you know. Birmingham or wherever the fuck he's from, he just doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And the captain United, he do he looks like his head spinning around. You know what I mean? He's trying to cover. He's trying to close down, and it's just he's slow and he's methodical and it's just ugh. And you you, you brought up, you brought up a good a good thing and with Bavaran man and we talk I mean injuries wise. Maybe Real Madrid was a, were onto something when they fucked when they let him go. They didn't resign him because the dude looks he, he might be a little injury prone. In my opinion, I I don't I don't know if it's injury prone so much as it is Ole likes to go with what the players think. He does it with Shaw. He did it with Rashford last year. He'll ask them how they feel, and he'll I mean, and play, if they think that they're fucking, fine, I mean, you see how many times did you play hurt? I mean, I played hurt. Shitload of times since I wanted to play. You played. I'm, I'm, you played a shitload of times probably in college because you wanted to play. Well, I'm different though. I I've been blessed. I didn't have major injuries, but I your point's valid. There's tons of kids that say I know better than the than the physios, and if if I if you ask me, I'm gonna tell you yes. It it, it happens. I'm just saying. I think far too often we hear from reporters who are there asking the questions and who are there on on ground zero. That these guys are not a hundred percent fit, and but, it doesn't mean that, like no one's going to be a hundred, but they mean they're saying they're not ready physically. They don't pass the exam to be able to get back on the pitch. But he has a one on one. He asks them, they say yes, I'm ready to play, and then they're out there when they really should be uh, taking a break. But is it that that age old question? Uh, I mean, I know the, these new players that play today just don't understand it. It's a question, right? Are you hurt? Or are you injured? Because if you're hurt, you can play. If you're injured, you can't. Right. But, again, I, I really think we've got to maybe step up our game and say, listen, if if the if the guy's not 100, you're basically saying you don't trust that backup. So if, if, if Mingi is playing with U23s and he's not ready to roll or we don't think that he's someone that uh, can step in for Maguire for a game, especially in a, in a Champions League game where Atalanta are probably – I would say in our league, sixth or seventh themselves, you know, I think you've got to you've got to question the recruiting. It's it's kind of the same thing with with Alanga. You know, if if you don't think Aaron Bombasaka can get down the wing, if you watch the U23s, that's what Alanga does. He gets up and down the wing all day long. So I just think with Harry, it's form. I think he can get he can dig his way out of it. He's done it in the past. But right now, I mean, face value, if I'm just watching the game and I'm just watching this guy, if I if I know nothing about United and I turned it on, I would go, why is this guy playing Trash. right now? 
Trash. Just does not does not look good. Trash. Period. Trash. Doesn't look good at all. No. Trash. And I, I, I I've never I've never called Paul Pogba trash. I said he's a jag. <laughs> it's the same difference. <laughs> no, no, he's just another guy. He plays for Birmingham. This dude and fucking I, trash. And I think you know, I think with with Harry, it's difficult because he's slow. If he was fast and he and he wasn't as technical, I think he could probably get away with it. But the problem is, is I think players are gaining more confidence in the fact that he is slow, so they're just they're just going at him. And I think he's kind of like, well, I got Varane there, and now that if if Eric's going to be there, which I think Eric will start next to him. He's gonna think the same thing. So what did he do good? Goal. So if he's not quick, God, I mean, he has not got us any aerial fucking headers. Why does? I mean, what? I mean, give me I a. Think it, why? Why, why? Why? Why is he here? It's the same. It's the same thing when you when you look at a player at twenty, I think four or five. When he, you know, he played that World Cup. He might have been 23, maybe 24. When he played there and he, he looked very confident and, he, you know, you get the captain's armband and you play really well and you, you I think he, he lifted a trophy with Leicester. You're doing all these things. You're progressing. You start to think that the ceiling is very high for this guy, right? And, again, you've got to look at what he was doing there, right? So he's, he's is, he, is he traveling with the ball a lot or is he stuck back playing defense and so you don't have to move a lot? With United – you know, we want to be progressive. We want him to move the ball. So he's up the pitch halfway past that line. So now there's all that space behind you. You got to get after it. You got to run and make plays and make things happen. He's slow. So I just think the combination of the, of the two and not having a really speedy center back next to him, it exposes some of his weaknesses, which, which again, are pace. So I think Eric's going to help him, especially on Saturday if, if he plays, which I think he will. Because if Lindelof's healthy... It's going to be Lindelof McGuire. We all know that. And if he doesn't run a back five, it's just going to be – it's going to be so bad. <laughs> so I hope he runs a back five because if he runs a 4-2-3-1, uh, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be really bad. We'll, but we'll, I, you know, we'll like get I to said, our score I, predictions I, here in a bit. And I might differ from you, but okay. Yeah, that, that's all I was going to say. All right, let's get to the real quick. And I know because we talked a lot about the player ratings and this Atlanta match, so I'm not going to even com- compare it to what happened at Tottenham. Um, your thing, uh, the CR7 impact. Uh, I really want to say uh, talk about this briefly because of things that Ronaldo has said, especially about the continuity of what's going on behind the scenes. Is Ronaldo's impact on the club beneficial in these next two years that he has a contract? Not for United. They are for him, but not for United. He's he's doing things right now that are going to warrant a statue outside of the stadium. That's what he's doing because he's going to submit himself as the best player to ever play. He's, he's slowly creeping away from Messi, which is crazy because I thought they were going to be neck and neck. I don't, I don't think you can really argue it at this point. Um, but the project was going in a way to where Ole kept hitting four, three, three. He kept hitting, you know, younger, faster attacking football, Manchester United DNA, which makes me want to throw up when I hear that. Cause I'm so sick of that. It's not 92 anymore. I just, it pisses me off. Anyway, he, he hinted to those things, which in my eyes meant Greenwood, Rashford, 
Sancho, Bruno, Pogba, bring in a CDM, which is I thought they were going to do. Varane, Harry, Luke, and Aaron. Well, when you don't do the CDM thing, and then you go get the best player that's probably ever played, and you put him up front, that stymies this whole attacking, pressing, quick when it, that stymies the whole thing because the the spearhead doesn't do that. That's not in his DNA, if you will. His DNA is. I'm going to win a game. I'm going to win a header. I'm going to score a great goal. I'm going to lift every trophy you got. That's my thing. I'm going to stat pad as much as we all love stats. He is the stat master. I mean, he will. He will. He is the greatest scorer in Champions League history. He, he is. It's, it's a fact. So this this guy who is dynamic, who is the greatest, I think Ole's project was completely put on shutdown mode because. He's now here. So you you have to, I talked about this two pods ago, you have to build it around someone. And I think he's going to continue to build it around Ronaldo and hope and pray that he continues to save his butt week in and week out. Because I I don't see it working any other way. You can't sit him because you'd get screwed in the media. You got to play him up front and you're going to get screwed if he doesn't get the service, which he didn't get yesterday. He had three chances. He scored two of them. So, yeah, he's completely stymied it because now if I'm Erlen Holling, I'm not looking at this as a project I want to be a part of. Certainly not next year because it's Ronaldo's again. So we we took what I thought was going in the proper direction, second place, third place. And instead of spending that 40 million on a CDM, we went out and spent it on the greatest player that's ever played. But it derailed what I the, the, the way that I thought we were going. And so if you're Ole, there's nothing you can do about that. You have to take him. You can't have them come to you and say, Ronaldo's on the table for 40 million. You go, ah, it's Ronaldo. And then he goes to City. There you go. And I, That's I think he'd have 20 goals by now. Easy. Easy he'd have 20 goals. He's got, what, 11 right now over in all competitions? Uh, I, don't know. I don't know, but it's a shitload. Pretty sure he's, I'm pretty sure the stat, and I, I read it today, of the 11 goals, nine of them are either winners or tires. <laughs> that's this season. He's 36. So that's an insane stat, but that's what he does. At, at, at Juventus, they were pissed off because they were running this 4-4-2, and, all, and they had a CDM on the wing, and they're getting pissed at him because you know he's not playing defense and he's scoring, and they, they're like, we can't do this anymore. We're just running into this brick wall, but this guy's got 20 goals. So look at Juventus now. I I personally think they looked at it and said, we're going to have to start over. And I think that's what, if Ole keeps the job, he's going to have to start over. If you keep Pogba, he's going to be 30, right? Ronaldo's going to be 39, 37 in, in I mean, February. Bruno's... <clears throat> Bruno's going to be 30. I'm I'm sorry, not 30. He'll be he'll be 28 himself at that point. So all of these guys, Greenwood's going to be I think held back for 2 years. So that puts him at 21, which he should be on a track of Erling Haaland in my opinion. Not the same, but on the same track of playing as a striker, not a winger because he's not. We all we all know that. It de- it just de- Sancho's a right winger, right? Where are you going to play him in, 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 with five at the back? You can't play him anywhere. So all of these players who I think Ole wanted, 
like legitimately wanted Moran, legitimately wanted Sancho, those players, they don't fit. Why would you buy, in my opinion, a world-class center back and play, uh, play a double pivot? He doesn't need any protection, but he does that because, again, that's the, that's those are the cartridges you're dealt when you when you bring in Cristiano Ronaldo. I just I just think that this this season, it's kind of been ransacked by the greatest player that's ever played, and it's it's unfortunate because I'm not trying to say that he's a crap player. It just didn't fit what Ole I feel like was trying to do, and it just, it's derailed everything. And it sucks because I, I I ultimately think him coming here, I think it's going to be what's going to get him sacked. And I and I think Ronaldo, though though people will continuously love him, they will look at these last two years and they're going to go, man, I, I remember that it was a lot of turmoil with Ole and his job and he didn't fit, but he scored these great goals. Because let's just be, how long is he going to keep doing this? And I'm not talking about scoring goals. I'm talking about winning games and tying. How long can you do that? How long is that sustainable? I'm not uh, talking about I mean, scoring. He's going to score 30 goals this season in all competitions or say, close to. You see, you see, the same question has been brought about Tom Brady, and he's 45. Uh, you know, and this this man, this God that we have on the pitch, I, I, I just, you know, I mean, I. That's a question that you know. It's. Let me ask you a question though, because I mean, Tom Brady lifted a trophy already. He's already he's already lifted. Do you think we're going to win anything this season? Oh wow! Which would you so Champions League? No, FA Cup probably. You think we we'll win the FA Cup? Okay, I I don't think we're going to win anything. Now I hope we do, but I don't think it's the fault of the play. I just don't think it's the fault of the group. And I, I'm not saying Ronaldo's this horrible person. I just think well, it, I don't think Ole's going to get sacked. That's the first thing. No, I, I, I don't think he's going either. And I know we're going to get to that. But I think he's going to stay in charge. And I think you have to continue to play him. You have to. Dude, I mean, yes. And then, okay, everything you said, yes. Check, 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 check. Everything you just said about Ronaldo, check all the boxes. Yes, I totally agree. Um, but when when uh, City come calling and it's Ronaldo and this, <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? You see, I mean, it, it was that. I mean, it was a impulse buy. It was like, do I really need this? You're the, you're you're at the you're at um what do you call it on on um what do you call it on uh, you're at Walmart right or wherever you know Circuit City or Circuit City is fucking closed right now. I mean, it's not even a store anymore. Best Buy, Best Buy, right? Right. Yeah, Best Buy, and you're looking at the damn fucking seventy inch TV. You know, getting ready for football season. It's like, well, I have a fifty five at home. You know what I mean? It, do I really need it? And the fucking salesman comes up to you and it's like, well, this is the last one we got. And that gentleman over there is looking for it. But look, look at all these bells and whistles it has. And you just fucking, let me beat him. You know? But, you know, think about that other guy that's buying it to you is your neighbor that's, you know, throws better parties for, than you. You know what I mean? That's a shit. You know, that's a shit. That's, that, that's the Ronaldo situation. And... I don't. It, ah, how would you say? This tears me apart. It does, because you're exactly right about the progression of where we're going, where we're doing. Because Bruno, he's been pretty much um, invisible. 
You, do you agree? I mean, he's his assists. I don't. Down, think, I don't think he's progressing. I. I don't. I don't think he's progressing. And I think that's like we said. You got a guy that when he plays with Portugal, it doesn't work all the time. I'm not saying it's horrible, but usually, usually Bruno gets pulled off the pitch 60th minute most of the time. I'm not gonna bring up Paul because I think he's just a jag, so it really wouldn't matter. But like you said about. Um, Jane Sancho, right? A uh, guy we that I clamored last year was like we should not pay that much money for him. Uh, last year and then this year we paid still a lot of money for him. So you have a Cadillac or I'm sorry, a Bugatti in the fucking uh, in the garage. You're not even fucking turning it on. Donnie Vanderbeek, who knows about that guy? Um, so what we're relying on are Ronaldo and Cavani. And I love Cavani. And this is where when we talk about transfer news, if we can't get Holland, I want us to sign Cavani again. Because Cavani shows more balls than anybody out there when it comes to tracking back, playing, pressing, just showing a professional, there's professionalism, especially alongside Ronaldo. But getting back to Ronaldo, where I, uh, I differ from you, you see, is – this man's message um, regarding Ole and Ole's tactics or vision. He said, you have to give us time. We, um, uh, Myself, Sancho, Varane, all this. You know, he's basically saying, "Is like, dude, we just barely got here. You have to give us time. And he even said about the Atlanta game, it's not going to be easy. I played here before with Juventus. It's not going to be easy. So he's kind of like a calming presence within the locker room that's trying to tell everybody it's like look yeah i'm the best player in the world there's no discussion about that but everything that's all the chatter that's going on about ole give us time because we can't perform the way we need to if Ole's job's on the line that's what i get from ronaldo and that's what i respect from ronaldo and i will respect him because who's done it more than ronaldo who's you know who might have questioned the greatest player to ever play the game? You've seen him have um, you've seen him have dust ups with Mourinho. You've seen him have dust ups with um, not dust ups, but just uh, with. Uh, he and Travis Ferguson didn't see eye to eye before he left. Yeah, well, that was that was mostly because of uh, Juventus and not Juventus. Uh, he wanted to go to Real Madrid after he won the Champions League final. You know what I mean? That was that was the main reason, you know. So um, it's just things like that, you know. It's just the dude has been around managers. The dude knows how to win. So who am I to question, you know, on what he sees in the pitch, what he sees in the training ground, uh, and where he sees his club going? Yes, we don't see it. We're pissed off. But when I, when he says things like that, so that should we give it time? Yeah, let's give it time. But time will always end, right? Now let's get to the time will always end part. Conte goes to the Tottenham, you see. Probably the best news I heard this week. <laughs> so I don't hear yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't happy. I was, I was super upset. I, again, I, you never know what's going to happen with Spurs. They are Spurs, and, and Daniel Levy is who he is. But I just... 
I really thought while the iron's hot, go ahead and make the move now. You know, what what are we gonna what are we waiting for? It, it cemented for me he's gonna be here all season, regardless of how the city game goes. And it's at home too, which is even you know, which is even worse. Um because I just it, it, you don't want to get embarrassed. You don't want Ole to lose. If Ole loses, we lo- like we lose. It's not Ole's team. It's he's the manager of the club. But I just don't want to get embarrassed anymore. That Liverpool game, I think I think Mo Salah is the best player in the world right now. I just it, it was a it was a it was a storm brewing. We weren't playing really well, and that team, you know, they were on fire. Now City's coming off of a loss so we might be able to, to sneak one they but won, yeah Conte they won, they won I today just felt like lost in, they lost the league and they lost in the the your favorite competition the Carabao Cup so I I just feel like they you know Conte not coming you know I think they see something in Ole that reminds them of Sir Alex Ferguson I'm I've been over this whole you know mystique so Alex Ferguson's been gone for years now. You're not going to get another one like him, in my personal opinion. Um, you know, I, you know, Pep's a great coach. Klopp's a great coach. Tuchel, I think, is a great coach. Um, but I, I just think that, you know, when you look at it, United are being very arrogant. And I think they're looking at it saying, this is who we are and our DNA is we don't fire mm-hmm. coaches. We we keep them, even though we just fired three. <laughs> we don't want to fire a legend. And I just, you know, I look at it and think, okay, they're going to stick with him. They're going to make sure that, you know, he's the guy that takes them back because the story's going to sound amazing. And so I, I do think he's going to make it all year. And I think they'll look at it and say, okay, if, if we're still in Champions League, and like you just said, if they lift an FA Cup, I think they're going to roll the dice again and see if they can spend some more money and get him a CDM. Um, and you just kind of roll with it and go from there. But it, right. it was sad news for me. I know you were very happy. <laughs> All right, you see, let's play a little game here, okay? Close your eyes. Just close your eyes. Got it. I'm going to put off uh, somebody's CV. All right? You tell me who it is. 2006, one team. 2007, one team. 2007 to 2009, another team. 2009 to 2010, another team. 2010, 2011, another team. 2011, 2014, another team. 2014, 2016, another team. 2016, 2018, another team. 2019 and 2021, another team. And as of 2021, he was unemployed. Guess who the manager was? And by that record right there, would you think that manager is a great manager and sustainable? Great, yes. Sustainable, no. Okay. Who do you think? Because, that and, is? and and go ahead. Sorry. Who do you think that is? That's Conte. You, you, unfortunately, you I said that showed me you. that, right? You <laughs> sent that to me, unfortunately. I'm, now, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes. And I'm going to, I'm going to read off, I'm going to read off some things for you. Okay. 2008 to 2011, 2011 to 2014, 
2015 to 2018, 2018 to present day. What manager am I talking about? Uh, 18 to present day? Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. That's old Ole. Now, when when we go back and look uh-huh. <laughs> at the two managers, we have Molda and we have Relegation. Uh-huh. When you look at Conte, you have Squidetto, you have Premier League titles, uh-huh. title, excuse me, not titles, excuse me, title. Uh-huh. You have trophies lifted. Yeah. So I get exactly what you're saying it's because sad. of who we are. Uh-huh. We are the type of club who we were birthed off of a man who will never be reincarnated. He's like a uh, unicorn, if you will. Who are you talking about? Sir Alex Ferguson. We're birthed off Sir Matt Busby, boss. I'm sorry. Sir Matt Busby. No, 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 for me and you. We weren't alive for that. No, no, but he created the DNA. That was Sir Alex Ferguson. I'm talking about me and you. I know there's older fans out there that understand that, but I think Sir Alex Ferguson. The sustainability, this is where I get kind of mad about when everybody says United, uh, where's the standard? Well, for the past eight years, the standard has been sack manager, sack manager, sack manager. Our standard, we haven't been at any standard since Sir Alex left. And this is what we, the United standard is sack manager, sack manager, sack manager. And let's let's try to do it like Chelsea. Give over-the-top contracts to players, with players that we can't get rid of. This is where I don't agree with the content hire. Because uh, uh, let's mark it right now. It's a, uh, an hour and 33 minutes into this podcast, EZ. I will bet you $100 Conte does not see his 18-month contract out. You want to take that bet? Absolutely not. Why? That's a dumb bet. Why? You because he's a, great, he's, a serial, a he's a serial winner. And no, I, no, I don't no, think... A serial winner, you don't... I mean, 18 months is a year and a half, EZ. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you why Conte doesn't keep a job, and I and I I'll get your I'll get your thoughts on it, and then you tell me what you think. Conte's Conte's not going to keep a job, not because he can't coach, not because he doesn't have tactics. He can back that up with trophies. He doesn't care about who he offends. He doesn't care about telling the board that they don't know what they're doing. Ole is a very nice person. I'm not saying he's a punk or a puppet. I'm not saying any of those things. But that's why Jose's gone. <laughs> That's why Van Hall left, and David Moyes was out of his depth. Let's just be real. He was not ready for that job. At this current time, he might be, because if you look at where his club is at third in the table, they look very good, and he looks like he knows what the hell he's doing. I hate Mourinho, too. I mean, he's a top four in Italy. But I don't, I don't think that Jose and Van Hall were the type of managers who were going to just bow down, and I think that's the difference. The reason why Sir Alex Ferguson and a lot of people, you know this, but a lot of fans might not, he almost didn't make it himself. It took they were years. they were on the tipping point of firing him in, I think, 84, 85. He started in 86. He, uh, he so was, it was the fourth year in, so took, whatever year that would have been. It took him six years in 92 to get to win the FA Cup, I believe. So, so, so he's not, time. He, 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 was, he was on his way out as well. So I just think that, you know, for me, anyway, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not looking at it going. Well, Sir Alex Ferguson was just like he just got it. He just got here. And he was just genius. He wasn't. He he. They gave him time, and and by the time that class came in, it saved him. And he'll probably t- if you read his book, he'll 
those players that came in were the they were generational. Yep. And it wasn't one or two of them. It was four, five, six, and then they bought everyone. And I'll give him credit for making sure that he revolutionized the game as far as ensuring that he always got the, the, the best player and paying them the most money and always breaking it. I'll give him credit for that. But we also have to remember, he backed the Glazers. He supported that movement. And people forget that about his legacy too. So I just, I'm not, I'm not in this, this caught up thing of, well, we did it this way and it worked. It worked because we had players and we had ownership that were a little bit better than they are right now. That's why it worked. It's different now. We don't have good management. We don't have good owners. It's a different time for United. And I think people are too stuck in the past and they think, well, we're just going to relive it. We're not going to relive that, guys. We're not going to see five and six come out of the academy and transform the entire club. It's not going to happen. You look at Ahmad. You look at Palestri. You look at Greenwood. Those are all really, really, really good players. They are. They don't even play for us hardly ever. So I'm just looking at it realistically, and I'm not saying you're wrong because he might turn it around. He could. And I will have egg on my face, and I'll hold my hand up and say I was completely wrong about Ole. He just needed a little bit more time. I'm not so saying Ole. Six. No, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm, we're, we're, I'm talking about Conte. I'm saying – Well, yeah. You, you, I, you, I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. We're gonna, the the conversation. I mean, I already said I'm only out, and I'm I know be, I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm just saying with Conte, I think that you look at Ole's three years. Yeah. I think if you give Conte three years, he's gonna win something in that time, just like but that's, Jose Jose did, and just like Louis Van Hall did. They so, won things. So, I know you don't like them, those things, so, not the person. I'm not saying you don't like the person. I know you don't like the trophies, but I think again. When you win things and you build that winning environment, mm -hmm. I think that breeds more winning and you continue to, again, with Sir Alex, it started with an FA Cup. Yes. It didn't start with the league. It didn't start with him winning Champions League. It started with an FA Cup. Mm -hmm. Players come in. Then I want to play for this guy. He winning blew, mentality. Then he and blew, the rest is history. Then he, blew the, then he blew the team up. He got rid of Paul Ince. He uh, got rid of Kinchelskis. I mean, he got rid of fucking talented players, and then he brought. But in what the did youth. he? He always brought in the best. The youth. He never. No, 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 no. With, that, with year, Rio. that year, no, no, no. That year, he brought in the youth, and guess who was on the fucking? You know, guess who was who was on the. But base? name and name Cantona. the youth. But name the youth that he brought in. <laughs> he didn't bring in. And he brought in generate. That's what I'm trying to say. No, 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 no. When people try to say that the class of '92 that he, that he came in with, that these kids, these kids, they were little kids who yeah. who were united. Academy kids at 16, 17 years old. These kids are literally, they're worldies. That's not going to happen again. They had to make themselves worldies. I mean, the, the, I mean, it's just like, dude, you, okay. Uh, again, we'll, we'll, we'll talk well, about this. You we'll gotta say that's a little bit of luck, though. Come on. Dude, not just dude. one or two or three or four. Not, not, hey, not all the class in 92. Rafael Burke was supposed to, was supposedly the best player out of the fucking players, but the dude can mentally fucking handle it. So you're saying what? Paul Paul, Paul Scholes, uh Ryan Giggs, David Beckham, Nicky Butt, uh, Phil Neville, <laughs> Gary Neville. No, no, no. Look at these these players. Everybody says fucking the Nevilles weren't fucking the best players. They just had balls and heart. Gary Nicky Butt, balls and heart. Just because you have talent, you see, doesn't make you a fucking worldie. But but I'm saying the the those guys, the the kids that you're naming off, the 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 kids that you're naming off, 
those you're you're not gonna out of your academy. It's very rare in the two thousands. Again, you got to go back to when this happened. Yeah. When yeah. he was when we were recruiting these players, we were recruiting these players. We were on top of the world. We had no, connections we to every club, no, we to no, every. We no, and, you need to go back and watch the class of ninety two. And Sir Alex Ferguson said, "Why are we only recruiting this much?" He built a network. So, no, that's no, no, what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying no, to get no, to. You, we don't know, have that. We don't do that. That's we, not what we do. When you that's say, what I'm trying no, to say. When you say we had a, we, we started building. I mean, yes, we got lucky recruiting these players big no, time, no, no, no. and we're not gonna. That's not. You're not gonna. Okay, if everyone's waiting for us to strike gold again, you guys are gonna be sitting around for a very long time, pissed. I don't think that's gonna happen. I I wish that it I, would. I, I, but past, I don't see that happening again. For the past couple of years, what we've been recruiting, especially abroad Europe, especially for our underclass, especially what we have still available, I think Murtaugh's doing the right thing. Well, right. I, like, like I said, I think you so, and I have a difference of what that class meant. I, I, I literally think they changed the complexity of football. I don't think it was just United. I think... It was football. If you look at all of the trophies they won from, you know, uh, a it was a structure twelve-year span. You talk to David Beckham. I mean, I'm sorry. You hear David Beckham. You hear Paul Scholes. It was a structure from Eric Harrison, their their youth team coach, all the way up to Sir Alex. It wasn't just because they were good players. I mean, even uh, Paul Scholes even said, or um, was it was it uh, Gary Neville? It was like, hey, this guy's fucking. I mean. Uh, this guy's – I mean, Robbie Savage was part of that class. Uh, Raphael Burke is like, are you willing to give up what you're willing to give up? Are you willing to do what this dude's about to do? Are you willing to put in the extra time after after after, after practice? great you know, for no, a no, magazine. No, no, no. It's no, great no, no. for a soundbite. But I think when, you're, ta- in the, a, when you're in the a tunnel talent, – Talent-wise, talent no, no, no. Talent only fucking gets you so far. You see, you know this first and foremost. If I fucking give more fuck than you, I'm going to fuck you up in, on, on the fucking line of scrimmage. You know that first and foremost. I don't agree. And, and this is why, this is, this is again why, it, you know, when I hear. Five-star players in college football, don't fucking, don't make NFL teams. This is why, this is, this is again. I've been again. a five-star all my life. No, you have to work hard, dude. This is again where I'm saying, when you walk out onto the field before the game is played. Oh my god. And you're already petrified because you know you have no chance. It's a there's a difference. And so when you every year you have the best players so, so basically, and you win the league so, every year. Let me finish. Hold on, let me right, finish. When you do that year in and year out, it's different. And so when you lose that mystique and players now come to Old Trafford and they're not afraid, is it there's a huge difference so in the golfing class. So where'd it's you, not where'd you play the high, same. Where'd you play college football, BC? Montana State. Montana State. Uh, never heard of them. So basically every time you walked on a football football uh, uh, field, you piss yourself because you knew you were going to get your ass whooped. Individually or as a team, no, you're you're talking about a team game, Jesus. You're not talking about me. I'm talking about you as a player. A team you game, yourself, right? Because you knew the other the other team was gonna whoop your ass. I myself I, I, personally know. Okay. But what does that have to do with the team? You're not talking it's about football, a team it, sport. It, you're talking football, about an individual sport. It's football a team sport or soccer? I'm sorry. Now we're talking about. Let me. Let me 
So, okay, that's what I'm trying to tell you. If there's 11 other players out there, and these other guys in the locker room, and I I know you you often quote, well, these Peter Crouches and these guys that have been out on the pitch, they're the ones that are saying these things, that they knew when they were in the tunnel before they came out to play against United, they were petrified before they played the game. So now you're going to say, well, those guys don't know what they're talking about. They're not making any sense. They were there. They played. They knew the so advantage Patrick was three times Patrick higher Vieira's than they are team was, was pissing themselves. So uh, all, uh, Mourinho's team was pissing themselves. So Blackburn was pissing themselves when they won the league. So I, I just I'm, I don't understand. Like you're fuck. I mean you're you're. I mean this this is taking way too long on this topic because we need to get to Man City. So you're saying all these teams that didn't that won the league that when United didn't win the league like Blackburn, uh, like um, Arsenal, um, um, Chelsea, um, you're talking about all these teams and teams that beat United in the were all pissing themselves because they're playing United. They're shaking their boots. That doesn't make sense, man. That's a, it's a that, not only is that a fact, but when we didn't win the league is because we didn't play well. It's not because other teams were better than us. That's how dominant we were. We're not that team anymore. It's a fact. That's an absolute fact. Yes. We always had the best players. We always had the best team. That's a fact. So anyone that wants to go back and look at what we did in the league every single season, what we did in Champions League, we were the best. We had the best players. Center back, goalkeeper, striker, always. I don't know what I don't know what teams you watched or what you were looking at. We always had the best players. It is, it's an absolute fact. The fact that you, you're you not seeing that and you just think that we were just some, like, just some, we just some run-of-the-mill team. That's not what we were. We had great players Zion? at every position. All-time players at every position. Who else? You can name the scrubs. I understand we have, we've we have had some scrubs, him. but we when we him. were in our prime, Buffon? we had him. we no, had the best players. Had, uh, Schneider didn't want to go. Uh, no, Wesley Schneider, no. Frank Ribery, no. Uh, I mean, I can go down the list. Anyways, um, I'm of other good players. I'm yeah, we, there was other good players, but they weren't doing what we were doing in the Premier League. Uh, you can name off any player you want. They weren't dominant like we were. They weren't. Okay. Uh, we'll leave the who's the next coach because we've already taken too much time. Uh, la, 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 la. <laughs> injuries. We've already talked about Ravi Varane. This is going to impact us and then the lineup here. We talk about what's going to be the tactical lineup for the Man City game. You see, um, with Varane out being out, out a month, uh, is Lindelof's injury? Is he still? What I mean, what's the update on that? I I heard it's a possibility, which to me means he's going to play, which <coughs> sucks. Um, it's an early game too. It's like what six thirty, seven thirty in the morning, local central time. Oh man, is it early again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it! Oh gosh, is it? Yeah, seven thirty. Um, I hope he's in. I hope I hope he can play. I don't. I haven't heard anything other than it's a possible. Ollie's going to have the press press conference in a couple of days, um, so he'll talk about injuries. He'll know a little bit more. So he's got an extra day, an extra two days really to. Uh, to train. So I hope he's fit. 
Um, I'd like for him to play aside Bai and 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 Shaw, but uh, I mean, I think it's just one of those things where you just don't know. Um, I'm I'm trying to look now. Yeah, there's nothing here now. They're just they're they've got some updates, but the last I heard in the Manchester Evening News, um, is that he's it's a possibility. So, I mean, we're just gonna have to see. Yeah. Um. All right, let's get to the tactical lineup. We, I mean, we both can agree. Always gonna stick with the back five. So we say Shaw. Let's 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 give hope and Lindelof starts. So we say Shaw. No, you know what? Ugh. God. If Lindelof, in, I guess that puts a monkey wrench in this whole situation, right? Because you know he's gonna stick with uh, Harry Maguire, um, right? Uh, so we yeah, do, I agree with that. If Lindelof is healthy, I'm pretty sure he's going to go with Harry Bailly and um, Lindelof, which puts Shaw out on the wing, which I don't have a problem with because I think he's more. I'm sorry, he's been proven not. He's done it recently. He's been proven to be offensively and more defensively sound than uh, Alex Tays. Where I'm probably going to change the back five lineup is Aaron Wambasaka. Due to the fact that Man City is vulnerable, in my opinion, they lost against, um, <coughs> excuse me, they lost against um, uh, West Ham, and they lost the weekend um, against a lower league team, I think, uh, don't have my phone. I can't bring it up. Uh, and then they won today against Malmo or some of like that. Some scrub ass team. I thought Chelsea played Malmo. City did. No, City. It was a scrub team. It was like fucking. It was like a nobody. No, they uh, played Club Bruges today. Bruges. There you go. Which we've lost in the past. So I couldn't say scrub team. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't know. Uh, and they were all on fire too. Four to one. I would play Diego Delon over Aaron Basaka just because it's going to be an offensive nightmare. Uh, in the midfield, Paul Pogba's red card is kind of a, is a blessing in disguise, so we don't have to play him. But I think at the, at the weekend, Donny Van Der Beek has given – I mean, what does this dude have to get on – you know, what does he have to do to get on the pitch? I thought when he came in, him and Sancho turned the match around somewhat in the short period of time because they pressed their energy. I think Donny Vanabeek alongside maybe a, a Fred more so than McTominay because I think Fred is more energetic than McTominay. If that, if he, I think he can keep up with the Men's City uh, midfield. And then obviously up top it's going to be Cavani or Bruno Cavani, and um, and Ronaldo for sure, and the Cavani Ronaldo thing uh, could be as potent as, as it was as it was against Tottenham, and I think that 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 kind of lineup with the, the Cavani Ronaldo, even though they were at a combined age over seventy, I don't give a shit. Those dudes put more fucking balls on the table than these young kids. They can run circles around all the young kids pretty much. Um, especially Cavani. So that I think that's the lineup, and I think we win three one. EC. Oh shit! 
pulling out an Ole special there. I like it. No, no, I like it a lot. I just have a – it's just one of those things. I think Pep's on the ropes. I don't know. There's there's something coming to Mancini that – I mean, why are stories coming out? Like, what Pep's going to do? You know what I mean? There's – it's like, where is he going to go next? You know, why, why, why is that shit happening? You know what I mean? I just think it's the same thing. It, he hasn't won the Champions League. I mean, he's won the league with City, and, you know, he's had great teams, and he's won it all around the world, Bayern and Barca. So I just – I think his goal is just to win this tournament that he played in today, and uh, he'll come out of that group, no question about it. Um, I just think that's that's all that it stems from. I think if you listen to their fans talk, that's all they're looking for. You know, they're looking for him to get a Champions League trophy. Almost had it last year, came up short, and so I think they're just thinking, okay, you know, it's almost done with this group. One more game, we get out, and then we go again and try to win this. So, I think they're prime. I think today was kind of that, you know, wake up call. You know, I, I, I know you respect them as well. Club Bruges aren't, you know, they're not the best in in that in that league. They are, but they they probably wouldn't be very high in our in our league. Um, and they slapped them in the face. So, um. I think they're going to win that game, no question. I think Ole knows that they're going to come at them, so I think you do see uh, five at the back. Um, with the injuries, it's going to be difficult, but I would definitely uh, have Delal out there uh, next to Eric Bailly. Um, You know, I, I think those two would play you know fairly well together. Obviously, not great. Um, I would then put um, Lindelof if he's there. If not, Mingi. Uh, Luke Shaw and then Tellus. So I, I would bring Mingi up. I would not play Harry Maguire. I know he's going to, but that's just me. That's what I would do. Like I said, that midfield three would it'd be the same. It would it would be the McFred sauce, McFred and cheese, however you want to say it. It'd be that, and uh, Bruno be in that free kind of role, even though he's supposed to be playing with those guys. And then it'd be the two old geezers up front, and uh, Ronaldo and Cavani. Um, you know, depending on how the game went, I would definitely give Donnie a shout. I'd definitely give Sancho a shout, and I'd definitely give Greenwood a shout. But um, that would kind of be my my lineup. You know, I think that's what he's going to do um, because you don't want to attack these guys, especially right now coming off of a win like they just yeah. got today. You're going to want to sit back. So yeah. I think they're going to want to prove to everybody after losing the Palace 2 nothing at home. I think they're going to come out wanting to prove that they are still that team. Well, the Bruyne is, is still not 100%, so that kind of plays a good, better for us, right? Oh, absolutely. But I mean, you look at Cancelo has three assists today, so it's a they've got it. They've got two teams, in my opinion. And you know, I felt like we did at the beginning of the season, but it's been proven that we barely have one. So I, I just think that. Pep's going to want to show the world that there is no issues and that he's still the best team, best ticket in town. Um, I think they win that game easily. I think it's 2-0. Um, very, very easy kind of, you know, hard hat, lunch pail type of deal. Come to work, clock in, clock out. Um, make quick work of us and they get out of there to 2 nothing. nothing. Okay, I said 3-1. We're going to score first. They score before half, and we score two goals in the second half. Mark it. Listen. Mark it. I, Mark it. I hope you are so right. <laughs> they already see. 
let's uh let's finish it up on some international some some good USA 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 news uh so transfer news okay how do you say this guy's name Nicholas Pepe Pepe I thought it was Pepe yeah okay cuz I've heard people say PP, but I don't want to. To <laughs> I, I don't want to. I mean, <laughs> that would be the worst name in soccer history. Yes, and I would only call myself Nicholas if my last name was PP. <laughs> Peppy, Peppy has been linked to you know. I think he plays for what uh, Dallas FC. FC Dallas, yeah. right. Um Has been linked to United. Which is, you know, like for American, America, I mean, and this is getting, you know, um, you know, towards the American, uh, Americans abroad. And I think for somebody to be linked to a club like United, I know we have Christian Pulisic at Chelsea, but Chelsea doesn't have, an, have the same cachet as United or Liverpool. I mean, I mean they don't. Uh, Stefan plays for Man City, but still City, little brothers. I mean, yes, they've won more recently, but uh, still don't have the same cachet. It's like being linked to Real Madrid or Barcelona, like Dest is. Um, I mean, this kid, I mean, we're not the only ones. I'm just bringing it up because it's very exciting to see American talent and what they've, uh, with, you know, with the, the youth soccer program. And I know your, 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 your middle child is um, part of that. You know, especially in the women's on the women's side, the youth soccer program is what they're doing for for the kids to be recognized internationally and to be linked to a club like United for someone like this guy. Um, I think it's awesome. I mean, Tim Howard was probably what the first one on the for United. I'm sorry, not not the first one overseas, but for United, I think he was the first American that actually played for United. But he was a goalkeeper. This guy's an outfield outfield player. So when I saw this, I mean, it was kind of like, got me excited, you see. I mean, it really did. So um, best wishes to this guy. I mean, he, he's done pretty good for the national team. I know he's, you know, he pulled some late, I think, two goals. But he um, he saved us from losing with a couple of matches. Couple of matches ago. But, um I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's just, it's very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah, and I think it's cool. I, I, I selfishly don't want him to go anywhere because we're going into a World Cup year. But you can't, if you're 18 years old and United calls, I mean, come on. You call your agent and you say, let's get it done. If you want me to play on the U18, on the U23 team, let's do it. You know, let, let's get it going. So I hope, I hope for him that he does. I mean, I, I secretly, when Chelsea's playing someone else other than United, I turn it on to watch Pulisic play because he's American. Um, you know, when Fulham play, I watch because Adam's there. So, you know, whenever or Robinson's there, whenever there's an American, you know, I watch Norwich because, you know, Surgeon's there. I, anytime there's an American involved, I try my best to to turn it on and watch it because, like Jesus said, it's rare, right? Especially outfield players. We don't really get to see them playing and Kind of showing that we can play too, especially the boys. The girls, we play anywhere. We we got girls playing all over the world, wherever they want. They're always the best. But the boys don't get that that shine and that love. Um, it's always kind of you get to this plateau or this peak, 
and then it just never works. And it's just we've just never had that superstar that Pulisic was supposed to be that guy, and he just can't stay fit. He's consistently injured. You know, McBride played and and did well, but just wasn't a super duper star. You know, Dempsey played big club, but wasn't just this you know the world class player that we've just we've all been kind of waiting for that Michael Jordan or LeBron James to come from America and come overseas and just rip it up. So, you know, he's young, he's uh, electric. Haven't really heard him talk, which I'd, I'd love to hear an interview or, or or something where he actually you know says some stuff. I'd, I'd like to hear that. But um, he seems like he's a good kid. You know, great club. I think that's where McKinney came from, uh, the same program. So, you know, obviously he's got talent. But um, selfishly, I hope he stays so he can continue to play. Um, he doesn't come to United and then just ride the pine because selfishly coming into a World Cup year, <clears throat> I think we finally found a striker. And that would be really good to have a striker uh, going into the World Cup. No, you're right. I mean, uh, I mean, well... Who's to say we're going to make the World Cup? You see? <laughs> oh, don't say that out loud. Oh, Jesus. He, you know, Jesus brings up a great point, guys. I mean, it's not a slam dunk. This coach, he's figuring out ways to screw it up. I mean, he did, I could go on an hour tangent just about the U.S. national team well, and their we, coach. We, I just I don't understand. I know have, we don't have time. but Yeah, we have a – after, after the city match, you see, well, we have two – or a week and a half – basically to talk about what's going to happen in Ashley, but oh, oh. we'll see. I mean, uh, we don't, I don't know, but you're right. I mean, uh, the, the, for a Texas boy, Texas too, right? Another right. Texas boy, uh, Dallas kid, just like McKinney, uh, Texas boy coming out representing Texas. Cause we, uh, you know, here, you know, we here in Texas, you see, we, uh, we're Texas first, we're American second. So, Texas boy, you know, you know, representing. Hopefully, you know, like you're saying, gets the opportunity of a lifetime to go to United and work. I mean, just the knowledge. Think about it. If you train with the Ronaldo, right? At least for a year. What are you gonna learn? Habits, work ethic, you know, dietary habits. You know what you do off the pitch. That'll make you be on the pitch better, which which everybody says. Which Ronaldo is kind of is um, is changing the culture in the pit in the locker room. So, I mean, <coughs> good luck. I mean, if if that means that this this guy this kid is gonna join United, I would love it. Um, well, but any endeavor this kid goes to, I would love it too. So as long as not with Man City or Liverpool or Chelsea or Arsenal or Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, AC. Um, we'll talk next week at international break. Uh, we'll see whose score predictions hold up, and you know the you know we, uh, the sky is. I mean, I'm hoping that the the, the podcast will be a sky is falling kind of podcast like it's been in the past let's uh let's uh let's pep it up let's um let's talk about you know united and uh you know let's just have fun no i agree i hope like i said i hope things start to turn around i just i think you know off the last two we haven't lost in the last two games so you know if we can make this a, a, a three wins and only can somehow pull this rabbit out of the hat again 
then we can keep this thing rolling. And uh, you know, he's got a, he's got a ways to go, but he, he can't say he's not capable of doing it. He is capable of pulling himself up by the bootstraps and making it happen. He's done it a million times. So if anyone can, all can do it. Yes, he can. Uh, let's see the baby faces. Aston uh, pulls his 90th minute kind of a out of the hat and saves his ass through the international break. But uh, Dory fans, thank you for joining. Uh, I know it's been a long podcast. We've had a lot to talk about because, you know, of our technical difficulties prior to this. Um, enjoy the pod and we'll see you during international break. So y'all take care. Uh, Lucky Diaz, where you at?